1: Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. And I'm Kirsty Frugia from Feels Like Home. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised. To hang out with us more, check out the Art of Decluttering on Facebook and Instagram. And we'd love you to check out our website, outofdecluttering.com.au and see all that's happening over there. Let's, Let's get started hello
2: lovely listeners hello amy hi cast today we're talking
1: about the junk room junk room junk 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 room. junk room hands up do you have a junk room and keep your hand up if when you bought your house you intended on having a junk room <laughs> i thought so <laughs> <laughs> junk rooms just kind of evolve they're an evolving creature yes they're very rarely birthed out of love and intention our it's true though don't you think of a junk room as like it just grows and has legs of its own and it takes over a space it's like a parasite yeah yeah, yeah. No, nobody buys a house and goes bedroom for johnny bedroom for elizabeth bedroom for mom and dad and the junk room that's what we want four bedrooms one yeah. junk room
2: yeah nobody we definitely does need that. junk room yeah
1: no but there's not everyone has a junk room but i think that people with junk rooms think everybody has a junk room yeah Do you have a junk
2: room? No. No, me neither. No, we've never really had a junk room.
1: We have. When we first got married, we were in the two-bedroom unit and we were obviously in one bedroom and the other bedroom had a spare bed in it because we were living in the country so we'd sometimes have people come down and stay and it very quickly became the junk room. I think the reason it became a junk room is we were so flipping dirt poor, people would give us stuff that they didn't want anymore because they figured Cal and Amy can have it, they don't have any money. And we ended up with other people's rubbish in our junk room. Yeah, so
2: it's not your junk room. It was other people's junk.
1: Yeah, and they weren't giving us their junk as in we don't know how to dispose of it. No. But we totally didn't need it nor really want it. But we had nothing and we're like, sure, we'll take that fold-out desk. Yes, we'd love a chest of drawers. Yeah. Thank you for being generous. And that became our junk room. Yeah. And I hated it. Mm. Hated it.
2: Yeah. I equate junk rooms with the episode we did a few weeks ago on master bedrooms. Oh. Because I feel like if you don't have a master bedroom that you use as your junk room,
1: that you then have a junk room. So people with a junk room tend to have an organised master, is that what you're saying? Well, potentially. But the
2: junk that accumulates in a junk room doesn't necessarily accumulate in the master bedroom because they've got a room for that junk to go. Right. Does that make it's sense? It's where clutter goes to die. It is. It's where procrastination <gasps> goes. That
1: is one. It's, let's say
2: that again, Kirst. It's where procrastination goes. To die. To live and inhabit and grow and fester and expand and... All that loveliness, really. Junk
1: rooms are kind of like the shame room of Australian homes and, and worldwide homes, aren't they? Because people are never proud of their junk room. Yeah. Like if you're taking someone of a tour of your house, you'd be like, this is the master bedroom, here's the kids' rooms, that's the junk room, door closed. Yeah. That's the junk room. Don't look in there. Don't look in there. That's yeah. what they say. That's yeah. the junk room, don't look in there. I feel like our
2: American friends have that's their basement. Basement or attic? Yes. Yep. Yeah. This is what I go off from our American Friends TV shows. Yeah, that's right. We're so educated. I've only been to America. I don't know. I lived in America for seven weeks and I have been to America for another four weeks. But I lived with an Australian family when I was 14 there for four weeks. So they didn't really have a junk room. No, didn't really have a basement, I don't think.
1: I feel like the junk room is the unidentified object room of a house. Yeah. Is that fair?
2: Yeah. Well, it's UFOs, so unidentified, not frozen objects. objects. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But it is procrastination. It is, I don't, I have not made a home for this, and I don't know where it should live. Going to put it in the junk
1: room. I think junk room and spare room are often interchangeable Interchangeable. or people would say, it's my guest room. Yeah. But it's also the junk room. Yeah. So one of the tips we want to give you to decide what's in the world to do with the junk room is say, A, what's the purpose of it right now? Mm. And be honest, if the purpose of it is to dump your stuff in, say that. And then ask the question, what did I want for this room when we first moved in? Or what do I want now? Because maybe you first moved in before you had children
2: And so it was your home office or your study or your music room or your Lego room. (laughs) And then kids took over those spaces and so everything from the kids' rooms ended up in the junk room. Mm. And so what not only I think that's a great question to ask, however, if your life circumstances have changed since buying the house, ask the question what do I want this room in an ideal world if there was no junk if I could start afresh what would the purpose for this room be
1: junk rooms are often too where things go to die when you were trying to sell them online yes I'm gonna sell that cot and recoup some of the money that I invested or that time. pram or that drum kit or that guitar or that tent I'll put it in the junk room for when I've got time yep you're not gonna make time while it's in the junk room no because it's not in your face. And uh, procrastination lives in the junk room. Yeah. I feel like on everyone's house plans it should be like master suite, bedroom one, bedroom two, procrastination. That's where procrastination lives. Yeah.
2: And but
1: procrastination does not
2: need to live in your home. In fact, I would suggest that procrastination needs a good kick up the bottom and told to go and live out in the outback somewhere. <laughs> Far, far, far away from your house because you have the power to reclaim that room. You are the controller of your own life. You're the controller of your home and you can take back power from procrastination and tell it it does not live here anymore.
1: Preach it, sister. Oh, I feel like I'm getting my sermon on. I think you might be. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things that I was thinking about is rooms without purpose – Look like rooms without a purpose. So if it is just Uh, that uh, room, well, say it again tooth bomb. All right. Rooms without purpose look like a room without purpose. Yeah. Hello. Sister, now it's your turn to preach (laughs) it. So if you don't know what you (laughs) want to do in there, it is not it's it's not confusing to us why it's ended up being a junk room yeah it's a vacuum and it's for also, procrastination and it's also the place that your hobbies go to die Ugh. and i think stop 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 again you're making me sad for time before kids <laughs> <laughs> if the sewing machines at the back of there or you're knitting or you're scrapbooking or your pottery or Guitars. your anything whatever it is that you yeah, had like as a hobby th- that you've let die. I think you almost need someone to come with you into your junk room and help you do some like brain work.
2: Mm.
1: Like, what is the fact that your crocheting is sitting in a basket in the corner of the junk room say about you? Are, is this representative of what you want crocs, uh, What did I say? Crocheting to look like in your life? <sighs> wow, yeah. mm. there's a whole lot to do with junk rooms. Junk rooms are a really – people avoid junk rooms. When they get us into declutter, it's like, let's do the kitchen, let's do the master bedroom, we'll do the study, we'll do the kids' rooms, we'll do the lounge room, we'll do the pantry, we'll do the bathrooms, we'll do the laundry. Oh, no, 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 don't worry about the junk room. Do you know why? Because it has no purpose. And a room without purpose looks like a room room without without a purpose.
2: Whereas every other room that you just identified has another purpose. So – there's incentive to get those rooms done because you want to reclaim them as your master bedroom. You want to reclaim it as a living room. You want to reclaim your kids' rooms. You want to reclaim the toy room. You don't need to reclaim the junk room unless you are having another child. That's when we get called in yes. often. when you. When our clients do want to address the junk room, it's because there's they're bringing a baby another the child into the world, <laughs> or parents are moving in with them, or there's a there is a purpose for that room. But you can
1: give a room a purpose today. I think the reason we get called in is not just because there's a purpose, but there's an urgency. Yes, the baby is coming, the mother-in-law is coming, the urgency is what drives people to do the junk room. Yes, and I would challenge everybody today that the urgency to
2: kick procrastination out of your house should be urgency
1: yeah (laughs) like go I was gonna say I'm like raising my hands in the air whacking all kinds of sound equipment while I do it but I feel like some of our listeners might have a bit of guilt around wanting to have a reading room wanting to have a room that your husband writes the book he's always wanted to write or your wife gets to sit at night and sit crochet. And read or crochet or there's some purpose for the room. And I feel like people are a bit like that's indulgent. It's indulgent for me to have a whole room in my house that is for podcasting because I really want to create a podcast for men who ride motorbikes. I really want to create a podcast about women who skydive, like whatever it is, and people are like that's indulgent. What does that say about the priority you're putting on the things that are important to you if you feel better about having a junk room that's got no purpose than if you set aside a room to invest in yourself and in serving the world, however that is,
2: whether it's by crocheting and and it doesn't have to serve the world, but a lot of what you mentioned serves the world. Crocheting serves the world because it serves you and it serves the person who admires the beauty of the crocheting.
1: Yeah, your junk room is not serving you. It's not serving the world. It's sucking the life out of your home. And procrastination lives it. Yeah, we don't want procrastination (laughs) living in your house. I'm getting like all fired up.
2: (laughs) I am. We we need need to rename this podcast episode from junk room to the girls get preachy.
1: The girls get totally preachy (laughs) because if you think it's more important for you to have a junk room than space to do your hobbies, what if you want a music room? What if your kids are taking up? Instruments, and at the moment they're playing on the end of the bed or their keyboards in a corner of something. Make a music room. Like this is your life. Now is your life. Make the space for it in your home. Preach it, sister. Preach it. <sighs> Getting a little bit fired up here because I want you to value you, value your time, value your home. That room is being misused. It is my personal opinion, and Cassie, I'd be interested to hear what you think. I have not yet come across a house that needs a junk room. I honestly have not come across a house who I couldn't help them completely eliminate their need for a junk room. I completely agree. What they, what junk, I'm
2: using air quotes, sometimes the junk in that room is not junk. And it needs to be turned into that music room or the Lego room or the toy room or the reading room. So we start, we may have started with that intention. Hey, I'm going to make this a music room one day. And you've put some instruments in there, but you haven't created that space for it properly. And then other things, procrastination goes in there as well.
1: Yeah, because you put in things that don't have a home. Yeah. And that's going, oh, my goodness, I'm whacking stuff oh, shit. everywhere.
2: So passionate right I'm, now. like,
1: <laughs> knocking I oh, no, I think you need to stand everywhere. up so you can get your preach girl on. <laughs> and you need to take a breath. So the things that you put in a junk room is because they don't have a home. Yes. Your home for something is not the junk room. It's like, I don't know where. It's the where homelessness lives yes. in your home. There's nothing positive in your junk, junk room. There might be things in there that are glimmers of hope. Like Kirsty said, like maybe it's got all your footy um, memorabilia. And actually what you want is to set up a Richmond memorial room. Where S7. you keep – sorry, Bombers, that's us. But I was trying to, you know. I know. You're trying to be inclusive. I was trying to be inclusive. But let's be honest, you want to set up a Bombers shrine, that's okay. It's okay for you to have a room in your house that is indulgent. Yes, It totally is. And if there are things in there that belong elsewhere, then your job is to find a home for those things. Or let it
2: go. Let it go. Because
1: it hasn't been important to you for the last
2: 15 million years. Why does it suddenly become important when you're actually seeing
1: it? We have some amazing sponsors that help The Art of Decluttering get on the air every single week. We're on every single podcast app. We're on YouTube. We're even in Virgin Australia flights in their in-flight entertainment system. So if you want to reach our growing community, we would love you to come on board as a sponsor. So if that is of interest to you, email hello at outofdecluttering.com.au and we'll get our sponsorship kit straight out to you.
0: Hi.
1: Can I tell you a really inspiring story, Please first? do. I was working um, for a lady that hired three of us to come in and declutter her house last year. So we did a full week with three of us in there. And I may have told this story before on the podcast, but she had a room in her house, so one, two, three-bedroom house, one single lady living in it, one of the rooms she had not been into at all in 20 years. She had not been in there. So she said to us, and it's the first time I've ever let this happen, but she said, I'm going to go out for lunch, I'm going to call my girlfriend, I'm going to say, I need to go out for lunch, and girls, I want you to throw every single thing in there in the skip, even the furniture. You told us about this in
2: our professional mistakes episode. Ah,
1: but keep going. Yeah. So her theory was, and I tried to, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, this has never happened. I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with this. no. Nah, 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 nah. Anyway, she said, I have not needed that in over two decades that is a very long time so we got rid of everything out of that room and I, you're right in the um, professional mistakes there was a pottery oh i'm glad you <laughs> think i'm <was>, right <laughs> <laughs> there was pottery that she wanted us to get for her but bookshelves there was mattresses the lot went in the skip now extreme example First time yes. I've ever, ever, ever had that happen. Probably and I tried to talk her out of it. I was yeah. like, don't you want to come? We can go through it. Maybe there's important things. Nope, chuck it all in the bin. But junk rooms are that. There's there's stuff you totally don't value. If you valued it, it wouldn't be in the junk room. Yes. Or if you value it and it's in the junk room, bring it out. Put it on display. Honor it. Or create that room for
2: that purpose. Yeah. So I remember a client that we couldn't walk into their junk room mm-hmm. because it was so full of procrastination. Yep. And so we started doing it little by little. Like I just <laughs> like stood at the door. We stood at the door. Whatever my foot touched, whatever my eyes landed on, we dealt with that. So here are some tips about how to go about actually decluttering your junk room now that Amy and I have got off our pedestal what is it our soapbox yeah we'll we'll start giving you some tips about how to do this um just there's two ways of doing junk rooms two ways of doing any room in your house there's a fast way and there's a slow way give us the pros and cons of both of them yeah
1: that's what i was going to say there's pros and cons for both so one of the pros of fast is momentum So you actually get started and momentum comes and it kind of becomes easier because you build up your decision-making skills and you build up your ability to decide on each item. The con of that also is it's tiring. Like if you take on the whole room, particularly if you take it on by yourself, that's really exhausting and possibly you're biting off more than you can chew. So if you're- And, sorry to interrupt. And
2: you often get such a high from chucking things out that you chuck things out that you may regret because you're like yes let's light a bunch to it all and it all needs to go like you listen to Amy and I get all
1: preachy and you're like
2: yes they're right all goes
1: <laughs> <laughs> one of the ways you can do it fast is to get a professional organizer yes. in so wherever you are in the world there's a professional organizer that can serve you so if you want to go fast i would recommend or we would recommend don't try and do that alone because what you can do is you can end up in more mess because if you go in there in order to declutter you end up creating more mess and we say it to our clients all the time just so you know gets over worse the quarter of this session it gets better. get worse before it gets better and then when they freak out you're like it's okay remember i warned you about this <laughs> It's going to get better. But when it gets worse and you look at it and you think, what have I done? I've actually made this situation worse. It's very tempting to close the door again and walk off. And professional organisers can also
2: help you in what I said the con was, that you end up wanting to light a match to the whole room. Like we can pull you back down from that ledge and go, no, 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 it's okay. Let's be thoughtful and mindful about
1: what we're doing here. Let's have intention. Let's... Be. Let's really think about this. So, Kes, I'll let you do the pros and the cons for going slow. Going slow, the pro is that you do get to
2: really assess, uh, you can take your time in assessing what it is, and it's easier to do it by yourself because you're only tackling a little bit at a time, you're only tackling 15 minutes. Potentially at a time, and so you can do that. The con of that is it goes very slowly,
1: <laughs> and I think the con of that too can be is when you're dealing with like a little section, what you may not recognize is that just over to your left is another pile of the same kind of thing, yes. and so until you've got everything together, like like items together, it can be difficult to declutter because you're like, I actually don't know how many of these I have, nor do I know how many I need.
2: Yes. So you go, oh, I'm going to keep these. And then you find 15 more of them. Yeah. And then you have to make that reassessment all over again when you find the 15 more because then you're like, oh, actually I don't need 20. <laughs> and you go back down to five. But yeah. you do have to make that decision again.
1: One of the things that can be really helpful when you're doing your junk room is to book a hard rubbish collection. If you, so what we do in our family is we book hard rubbish collections and then we decide what we're putting out. So we have a hard rubbish collection booked for two days from now. So I said to Callum and the boys as I was leaving this morning, oh, guys, we've booked a hard rubbish collection for Monday. If there's any hard rubbish around, make sure it goes out the front. It doesn't bother me if the only thing that goes out is like a broken pot. I don't care because I know that if I book it, more likely than not, we fill our hard rubbish. So for a junk room, sometimes you can get in there and go, oh, this um, – what a coffee table is ruined the legs not is broken it's not usable but i don't know what to do with it because it's so big and bulky so by having a hard rubbish collection booked you can take that straight out to the nature strip or book a skip straight in the skip so you've got solutions as you go and book a collection for your op shop pickup too awesome so you've got options and you don't feel trapped once you actually get in there what have you found in junk
2: rooms before
1: Oh, what haven't I found? Like literally Have you found mice? I was about to say Have found dead mice. Dead mice. Skeletons of dead mice. <laughs> Good. Not human skeletons. <laughs> Not human skeletons. I've found human remains as in ashes. Yeah. Um in junk rooms. But I, I I couldn't even tell you. I found everything. I've found naughty things that are illegal in junk rooms because someone's put it in there in the eighties. And no one's really thought about the fact that that became illegal in the 90s. What do you mean, like a gun? Yeah, yeah. Gun, ammunition. It just sounded funny. You're like, naughty things.
2: (laughs) It could have been anything.
1: (laughs) What's your naughty is not necessarily my naughty. But things like that that people have completely forgotten about. What about you? What's the, have you got a weirdest thing you found in a junk room? The mice. The dead mouse. Yeah, lots of dead mice. Yeah. Lots of droppings, lots of skeletons. Yeah. Dust bunnies. Yeah. What I want to say too is on behalf of Kirsten and I, there's never any shame if you do have a junk room that you cannot open the door on. That do- That doesn't bother us even in the slightest. In fact, we kind of get excited. Can't you hear the excitement <laughs> in our voices? We want to help you reclaim yeah. that space. Yeah. So don't ever feel, oh, my gosh, I'm too bad. No, we love it. We love it. We love it. We love it. Yeah. Awesome. So... We want to
2: really challenge you to think about, even if you don't have a junk room, what is a space in your house that is a junk space that you have let procrastination come alive, breed, have babies, <laughs> has grown to be bigger than you at first anticipated? And we want to challenge you and encourage you this week to get into that space and really give it purpose and uh, make it come alive with the joy that you do want that place, that space and or that room to be because you are totally worth it. You're totally worth the investment of a couple of hours or a couple of days and you are totally worth investing in a professional organiser if that's what it takes and if that's what you your unique family needs to bring to, to life the joy and the passion that has gone in there to die.
1: Yeah, we <laughs> would love to uh, have some resurrections with you of your passions. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping on the preaching
2: theme, Amy, good one. <laughs> okay, I have a review today from Le- Leisha. 1986 from iTunes oh, to be born in 1986. <laughs> so she says, I seriously love your podcast. It's changed my life. Before your podcast, I went to, hypno- went to a hypnotherapist to help convince me to be tidier. I didn't feel like I had any other option to learn how to change my habits. Oh, my goodness. I'm reading this review for the first time. Amy. I know. Then I found The Art of Decluttering. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Once again, I can't thank you enough for how much your podcast has helped me.
1: (gasps) Uh Uh-huh. Ah! How good is that review? I? Leash. Leash, wasn't it? Leisha. Leisha, thank you. Oh! We are so honoured to help you, my friend. So, so honoured. And this is why we do what we do.
2: Oh, I'm getting teary. I know you are. <laughs> oh, I am so. Oh, I. Oh, oh, my life has just been made complete. I, I love mean. it. <laughs> that is so amazing. Ah, oh, if you have a story like Leisha, please share it with share us. Share it with Tell us. us. Not because we want to feel better about ourselves, but we want other people to know the joy and freedom that has come and your story like you need to be celebrated celebrate yourself let us all give you a pat on the back by celebrating your story um, by sharing it with us either on itunes or facebook or insta stories instagram however you want to share your story you are worthy you are worthy of celebration let us celebrate you
1: celebrate good good times come come on. on Right,
2: go, banish procrastination from your house. Tell it it no longer lives in your house.
1: Go get them. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website,
2: artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there.
1: If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at Patreon.com/slash/The Art of Decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.
0: Hold up.